Hey sisters, if you're looking for a safe space where you can be free and authentic, then you have come to the right space. I am your host, Yana, and here at Awaken Woman 2020, we are all about being transparent and doing the work to be our best selves. This channel will challenge you to be authentic, honest, and truthful to yourself. It won't always be easy working through life's issues, but I can guarantee when you do the work, you will come out saying, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and you will know that strength and honor are your clothing. Our life is abundant and we should enjoy the fruits of it. All right, family, stay tuned. Blessings, family, and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Woman 2020. I am your host, Yana, and happy Monday, happy Tuesday, happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this episode. If this is your first time listening, make sure that you hit the follow and the subscribe button so that you can be notified every single Monday at 7 a.m. when a new episode is uploaded. If you have not hit the follow or the subscribe button and you've been tuning in every single Monday, just go ahead and do that. I'm on major podcast platforms and I don't know all of them, but I think there's also some smaller ones as well. But in any case, you know, tune in every Monday to get a new episode i want to thank everybody who tuned in to last week's episode i appreciate it um thank you for those who continuously rock with me every single monday i really appreciate that i'm really just grateful for the amount of people who's continuously tuning in and for the growth of this podcast i did not really he set a goal when i started this podcast i wasn't really sure if i wanted it to grow to be completely honest i wasn't really comfortable with sharing you know to having these conversations and more people listening in but hey you know whatever god's will is and it's growing and i'm thankful for that so thank you all for listening thank you for sharing thank you for just you know trusting me enough to listen to what I have to say. As always, I say this when I teach my kids that eat the meat, spit out the bones. What's for you is for you. What doesn't fit for you, spit that out and keep it moving, you know. But take, I hope that every episode that you're able to pull something from the episode and apply it to your life. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode, which is titled, Do You Honor Your Word? I'm going to pause right there so we could, you know, sit in that. Do we honor our word? And what is honor? Honor, according to dictionary.com, is honesty, fairness, integrity in one's beliefs and actions, a source of credit or distinction, high respect as for worth, merit, or rank, high public esteem, fame, and glory. I think that this is a really important topic to talk about because, you know, when we were growing up, you heard the um, the quote, my word is my bond. I'm starting to realize and I'm actually I've done it myself is that people don't really honor their word anymore. When you say you're going to do something, do you do it? When someone, you know, how disappointing it is for us if if someone gives us their word like, hey, I'm going to show up and do X, Y, and Z. And then that day shows up and they're not there. They don't show up. So imagine how it feels, you know, how that feels for us. How does it feel when we give our word to someone and we don't follow through? And I'm talking about it could be our children. 
We tell our kids, I'm going to take you to get some Dairy Queen, and we don't take them. I'm talking about telling your parents you're going to show up to do something. I'm talking about telling your grandparents, telling your boss, telling your manager that you're going to come and work overtime, or you're going to show up at work. You know, when you get that job, you tell them people that you're going to come into work every, you know, you're going to work your shift. And then now you're calling out, got occurrences, not trying to go into work because X, Y, and Z. But that's not honoring your word because when you got that job, you told them people that you're going to be there at a certain time. You're not going to be late. You're going to show up. You know, when we went into them interviews, we gave them, you know, our best selves. But are we still showing up every single day as our best selves? I can tell you that when I first, when I was working, um, before I got the job I have now, which when you love what you're doing, you will never really work a day in your life because you will love what you're doing. It's your ministry. It's your passion. It's your purpose. So I don't feel that way now. But when I was walking at working in a call center, let me tell y'all, I showed up in that interview with my best self. OK, they was just so impressed. But then after I got the job and some months went by, I was just like, uh, uh-uh, let me just call in today. I don't feel like dealing with these customers today. I'm just going to need a mental health day. But that mental health day was on their time. I was supposed to show up for work. I gave them my word that I would be at, in at work. Okay. How many times? So that's more on a on our on a professional level, but in our personal lives, how many times do we honor? Do we tell somebody we're gonna do something and we don't show up? I've done this so many times, and I've gotten called out. My mom one time called me out and was like, "You said this." And you have a habit like a couple year, two years ago, she's like, you said this and you didn't do it. You need to do better at this. And let me tell you, we need to love the people and respect the people in our life that love us enough to tell us the truth to our face. There's a lot of people when you do wrong, they'll talk about what you did wrong behind your back. But what about the people, you know, we get upset when people tell us about ourselves to our face. But that's actually a way of of, um, love. She didn't wasn't disrespectful, but she corrected me and I had to take a look at myself like, you know what I do? I am quick to speak and slow to listen. If I knew that I couldn't commit to something, then I should have just said I couldn't do it. If I knew that I wasn't going to be able to show up for something or that I didn't really think it through, I should have just been slow to speak. But what often happens is that we talk about something, we get in the moment of a conversation and then we forget that. You know, maybe we don't think it through, really. We don't think it through that. Do I really want to show up for this? Do I really want to come to this? Do I really have the time? Am I overextending myself? Am I too quick to speak? It's so important that if we're going to be influential leaders, if we're going to be um, managers, we have to be. We have to honor our word. We have to, if we say we're going to do something, we have to do it. Let me read this quote that I just thought was so, 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 so profound. It says, keep your word. When you say you will do something and you don't do it, you teach others, including yourself, that you cannot be trusted. I love that it says you teach other people, including yourself, that you cannot be trusted. Why? Because you didn't honor your word. Because you say you're going to do something and you don't do it. You're even teaching yourself. See, we can be really good at lying to ourselves. That, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get up. I'm going to go hit the gym. I'm going to go do this, this, and this. And you know in the back of your mind, you ain't getting up out that bed. 
You don't even have your gym clothes out, laid out in the morning. You know you're not going. You know you're lying to yourself. You know that you're lying to yourself. I, we, I think we've all done it. We've all lied to ourselves and said we was going to do something and had no intention on doing it. Or you kind of just, you know, we're good at tricking ourselves into believing that we're going to do something when we know we're not. So you teach people, including yourself. And the worst thing I think ever is for you to come to a place in your own personal life where you don't even believe you no more. So how can we reverse this is by honoring our word, by being slow to speak, by not overcommitting ourselves. And there is a power and there is freedom and liberty in saying no. No, I can't do that. Hey, can you you think you'll be able to um pick up my kids next week or blah 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 blah? It's you want to be nice and say yes because you you just want to be likable, but no, I don't I can't. Why? I just I just can't. We don't always have to give a reason for saying no. It is okay to just say no and you have no reason why you need to say no. It's just no. No, I'm just unable to commit to that. Because when we say we're going to do something and we don't do it, we're, that other person is losing respect for us. We're losing respect for ourselves because now how many times do you commit to something and you don't do it? You're teaching you that you don't even honor your word. You're teaching yourself that, girl, I can't even trust me. We don't want to be in that type of situation. We don't want to start being where we're deceiving ourselves. Like ourselves, we don't even believe ourselves. Um, which is why I say that it's important to be slow to speak and quick to listen. We don't always have to give an answer right then and there. When, um, when I think about the type of, you know, I, I, am um, every single day and I, I, strive to be better than I was yesterday I think about the end game I think about in a way I sometimes think about like if I had to if I had to look back on like if I had when I'm at 50 when I'm 50 years old I want to be able to you know at this age right now I'm looking towards 50 you know I'm looking I'm I'm looking towards when I'm in my 40s I'm looking towards when I'm in my 50s and so on and so forth and I want to be able to at this point in my life build character I did an episode some while ago that says that I don't want to go anywhere that my character cannot keep me. A part of having good character is being reliable, being trustworthy, being honorable, honoring your word. That the type of person that I want to be is a person that if I'm, whether I'm present or I'm absent, if someone is saying something about me, the people People know me enough by me being honorable, respectful, reliable, intentional that like, let me give you an example. If somebody came to me and said, hey, girl, your your husband is cheating on you. Or, hey, your husband said X, Y and Z about you because I know his character, because I know who he is, because I know um, I know his his um, his beliefs and his, what he believes in, what his morals are. I wouldn't even I, w- I wouldn't even think I wouldn't even think twice about it. like, OK, you know, I'll probably get, you know, let me move on from that. <laughs> the point is, is that when you, that's probably not a good example. But um, if somebody let's just say this, if somebody was to if someone if you were not present and someone was having a conversation, would they say that you're honorable? Would they say that you honor your word? 
this is important. This is important stuff. To me, I think this is, is super critical. I was reading something um, today and it was a older woman, a more mature seasoned woman rebuking some younger women, you know, correcting their behavior, correcting some things about them. Like, you know what? You need to clean this up. This isn't good. You know, correcting women. Um, actually, I'll tell you what it, what it was. Even this is a little off topic, but it's a point in saying this. The um, comedian actress Monique was was rebuking women for wearing bonnet hair, bonnets and pajamas and flip flop, you know, house shoes to the store or whatever. And she was saying that, you know, we just got to do better. We can't be, you know, it's about respect. It's about you respecting yourself enough that you have pride in who you are. That you don't show up any old type of way. And some of the comments from people are like, you know what? I don't care what nobody think about me. It is what as long as I know who I am and blah, 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 blah. We don't want to be that type of person that we can't be corrected. Because what she was saying is about showing up and being respectful, like respecting yourself enough. Now, sisters, if y'all go to the store with a bonnet cap on your head, listen, she said it, not me. I mean, to each their own. That's just, you know, I'm not showing up like that, but... You know, if that's what you do and you have your rhyme and reason for it, that's your business. I'm just, I'm talking about more so the, the foundation of what she was saying is how you show up respectful. And when you show up respectful, when you have enough respect about who you are, you show up differently. And we should we should care to a certain extent of how we show up. We should we should care that could people say that I'm respectful that I'm reliable, that I honor my word. That's, I just, I, I mean, I think that's kind of like even borderline lying, right? If you say you're going to do something and you're going to show up somewhere and you don't, or you say you're going to do something and people just can't trust your word, how, what type of leader are you when people can't depend on you to show up the way, to sh- be on time or to show up? You say you're going to do something to do it. I'm going to close this out with this story. Um, let me see. Oh my! Let me check my notes. See if there's anything I'm listening missing. Okay, so something else I want to say is let's just take an inventory of ourselves and practice this this week on being slow to speak and quick to listen. Let's take an inventory, an honest inventory of our life, and say think about: Do we honor our word when we say we're going to do something? Do we do it? If we say that we're going to be somewhere, do we do we show up there? If we tell ourselves that we're going to hit a goal, do we hit that goal or do we make excuses why we can't reach that goal? As I said, in order for us to be leaders and to be influential, we have to be credible. We have to have a peculiar truthfulness about us and show up so that other people can count on us. This is character building. I'm going to leave you guys with this story that really transformed my way of thinking when it came to honoring my word. Because like I said, I struggle with this. I struggle with overextending myself. I struggle with saying I'm going to do something. And for the most part, like about 80% of the time, I do it. But there's other times when I would overextend and then, you know, commit to something without thinking about it. This changed my life, this story. When I was pregnant, when I first got pregnant, I told my grandfather that um, I was pregnant. and He was really excited, really happy for me. And he said 
Girl, I pray that I see the day that I could, I pray that I live to see the day where I could hold your baby. And at the time I was like, Papa, don't talk like that. You know, like you're going to live forever. You know, you're going to live forever. Don't talk like that. And every time I would see him, he would say something similar like that to me. Like, I pray that I live the day to see your baby and hold your baby. I pray that I get the chance to meet your baby. And I would always stop him, which let me just pause. Let me interject and say this, that when your loved ones are trying to tell you something, we need to be, we need to shut our mouths and listen. Okay. Because I wouldn't let him talk like that, that, and he was trying to tell me something. When I look back at it in hindsight, he was really trying to tell me something. But um, he would say that to me. Many of you know that my grandfather has since passed. But what was so profound in his last gift to me is when when I was nine months pregnant, my due date was on the 7th. My grandfather, you know, got sick in early December. So he was sick, you know, and I'm I'm trying to... You know, at this point, you know, long story short, um, the doctors let us know that he probably wasn't going to make it home from the hospital. I remember when we was on a video call with him in the hospital. (sighs) Lord. When we was on a video call with him, I remember saying to him, Papa, you know, you have to get better because my baby, you haven't met my baby. You have to. You said that you're going to meet my baby. My baby's waiting for you. I said something to that extent. And eventually he comes home to the to his house and we're all there and we're just showering him with love. But at this point, we kind of are now starting to face reality that my grandfather is going to be transitioning out of here. You guys bear with me in love at this point because this he was my heart. We all knew that he was going to be leaving and. Um, we all started to say our, bye, our goodbyes like, you know, um, I was still pregnant at the time. I didn't have my baby. And I was saying, you know, Papa, you don't have to wait no more. You can go ahead and go because everybody has said their goodbyes, but he kept hanging on. Everybody said goodbye. Everybody in the family. Um, we all got to say what we needed to say to him and shower him with love because you guys, my grandfather was everything. He meant the world. He was man it's just uh, I'll miss him forever um we all said our goodbyes but he still was hanging on and I'm still pregnant and I'm just like trying not to go into labor because I wanted to be there with him to the end like he's been there with me from the beginning and I'm like I on um Saturday Saturday December 12th I said to him Papa you can go ahead and, and go Um, I promise you that I'm going to name my child because he told me to name my daughter after my grandma, his wife of 60 years, 60 plus years. And he said, if I have a boy to name him after his father. So I let him know that this is what I'm going to name my son if I have a boy. And this is what I'm going to name my daughter if I have a girl. And I want you to know I'm going to talk about I'm going to my your life will be forever remembered and my children will always know who you are. This is what I said to him. And I told him, I'm going to go home and have my baby. And I understand. I understand if you have to go. You can go. You don't have to wait. I'm going to be okay. So I go home and I have my baby. 
I go home on I go home that night I went into labor well early that morning at four in the morning my water broke and um in labor for twenty hours. And in the labor I'm thinking that my grandfather has transitioned but nobody's gonna tell me because nobody wants me to, you know, be discouraged in this process of home birth. I have my baby um, my grandfather's still here. I find out that he's still hanging on. And my husband calls and um, put me on speaker. And I'm telling him, Papa, I had a girl. And I named her Talia Magnolia Acosia. Um, and I'm just, you know, telling him that I did it. And um, he can go if he was waiting on me having my baby. The next day, um, I just felt in my spirit that I just had to leave and go see my grandfather. I just had to. It was just in my spirit that I had to. I knew I wasn't supposed to. I was in a lot of pain. I went through a natural birth at home. I'm exhausted, but we go there. We go there and we get in the house. I take my baby out the car seat. I put her in his lap. I put my baby in his lap and I put his hand, um, my grandmother put her hand on my baby and I said, Papa, you're holding my baby. You guys, he would not open his eyes the whole time he came back home. He opened his eyes one time when he when he first came home. He wouldn't open his eyes at all. You guys, he opened one of his eyes and he took his last breath. I kid you not. My baby was not even in his arms for a minute. And when I said, Papa, you are holding my baby. He opened his eye. And he took his last breath. And what that showed me, a lesson I will take forever, is that he honored his word even till death. He told me the whole time I was pregnant, I pray I live to see the day to meet your baby. I pray I live to see the day to hold your baby. I pray I live to see the day to meet your baby. And even though it was for one minute, he honored his word even until death. Now, if, this, if he was able to hold on to honor his word to his granddaughter, why can't I honor my word in what I say? I'm learning that what you say, like your character, like I can't even, I can't, I, I'm just amazed at how the strength of a man who held on even till death to honor his word to me. I have to keep his legacy and his memory alive by honoring my word. Honoring my word. And I um I'm gonna always, you know, I'm gonna always love him. I don't I'm gonna go ahead and end this because I don't wanna get all, you know, emotional because the waterworks is on its way here. So family, I hope that this was encouraging, uplifting, and I know it was a little sad at the end, but you know, I'm rejoicing that I got to know such a man. So um, I love you guys. Think about this this week and I'll talk to you next episode. Salt and light. Bye.